0: people, welcome back to the No Gimmicks podcast here on the D.F.P.N. We have a special guest in the house tonight. But before we get to the interview, I want to send a very, very big uh, condolences to the family and friends of the legend Terry Funk, uh, who passed away today. Uh, Thoughts and prayers are with everybody in the wrestling industry that knew him. Uh, He was indeed a legend. There's so many memories that run through my head, absolutely right now, just thinking about it. But we'll give that its space, and we'll on the next no gimmicks. We'll we'll chop up a tribute show for it. But I do want to get to the business at hand. But before that, I just want to make sure I put that out there that prayers and condolences are with the Funk family tonight. But we have a good guest here tonight. Uh, if you follow the series that we have before they blow up we had DL Hartley on here and he brought up this guy's name and I went and check him out so he is he is a very very entertaining guy uh very very hardcore guy in his own right he gets down the dirty when he has to he is the rampage wrestling Big country champion. We're going to talk to him and explain what that means. But welcome to No Gimmicks, Matt, the franchise. How you doing, sir? What up? What up? What
1: up, man? I'm doing good. How you doing this evening?
0: Ah, uh, man, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Thank you for your time tonight. Thank you for your time.
1: Yes, sir, man. And then, like, um, as you spoke about earlier, man, with Terry Funk and his family, prayers out and condolences to them.
0: Yeah, um, man. And-
1: it's hard to talk about the history of Texas wrestling without the Funk family. And so very, very, very big figure, big figure in, in Texas wrestling,
0: man. Yeah. So, um, do you have any stories that that you have with
1: Terry Funk? See, for me personally, like I have a different relationship with Terry Funk than some other people do. Like, um, mm-hmm. like uh, I didn't really watch wrestling kind of like too much growing up because like I got I was grounded from it. Like a lot, so a lot of the wrestling that I watch i go back and watch tape. And mm. so I'm a fan of, like, his 80s, 70s stuff, like, that he did with his brother and, like, a lot of his, like, stuff he did, like, in Japan. And, like, before he kind of started doing, like, all the hardcore stuff. But, like, I like that he was able to transition and extend his career and, like, reinvent himself because, like, that shows another level of a performer that he is. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Like that's, pretty, that's pretty awesome. Like, you know, him and Sting, to be able to go at the rate that they're going and at the age that they're doing, you got to be able to evolve and just know what you can do and what you can't do.
0: And like, that's absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. It's a, it's, it's becoming a lost art because right now, the only guy that's really doing that right now is, is there's two, they're and Chris Jericho yeah. that are, are constantly reinventing themselves and, and staying relevant. But yeah, man, you're absolutely right about that. There's, there's so much we can go into a whole podcast on, on their, on their own, just, just that, you know, but mm-hmm. what got you into
1: this avenue? So you, when you say into wrestling, like into doing the actual wrestling part, or just like into like watching it and being like Let's family. go
0: watch, let's go watching it and then what brought you into the business? Of
1: so like watching it wise, it was my uncle, my uncle Dion he just, <laughs> um, he was a wrestling fan um, mm-hmm. my mom and them used to go watch some Memphis wrestling, so used to go watch Jerry Logger down in there And so, like, big junkyard dog family. Like, this is, like, me kind of finding this out, like, later, like, um, as I started. So, I used to go down there and watch, like, Memphis wrestling. Mm -hmm. And so, um, he got me into watching wrestling. And, like, the one thing that, like, I kind of remember vaguely is, like, uh, that Mr. America Hulk Hogan thing going on. And, like, the one thing that, like, I really remember, really, is, like, that uh, line detector thing going on. I think Mm -hmm. it's part of the lady. That's part of what I remember.
0: Yep. That's crazy. Out of all
1: the the ways
0: Mr. America is like, it's such a low key, it's such a low key character. Yeah.
1: In the vastness of Hulk Hogan.
0: That's wild. Yeah,
1: that's that's crazy. Like that's the thing that got me because like, I didn't know, like, I like, you know, looked at everything like on and off, but like, I was just like, that's Hulk Hogan. And I was like, how am I living in crazy town? And so like, I was just, (laughs) what's going on? So how did you get into the business of it? What, what brought you there? Um, after I got back into like watching wrestling when I got older because of uh, just crazy stuff, like after watching a uh, Final Four, or it was like an NCAA tournament game, SmackDown came on, I started watching wrestling again because I got grounded knocking my sister's teeth out. Then I just oh. forgot about it. But uh, I was a fan again for years, and then I started because I was working at the Boys and Girls Club And my boss gave me tickets like Mm -hmm. on my check one day and it was to like go watch a rampage wrestling show and i went to go check out the show and on the uh at the back of the pamphlet and the program it said like uh you know apply if you want to be a rampage wrestler see if you have what it takes and so i you know i sent them the email profile about former collegiate athlete and all that and i tried out and uh i'm like the only person in my class to go today oh wow
0: that's a, a chance, a chance encounter led to you, mm-hmm. let you down a. all these stories are crazy, man, because it's like, the more, the more I do these interviews, it's like the wildest ways people get into it. That's, mm-hmm. that's like a total, that's like a total, if you didn't get those tickets, you probably wouldn't
1: be a champion today. No, no, that's, that's another crazy thing, like, yeah. The yeah. journey to become a champion is even crazier than the journey to exactly. become a wrestler. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So
0: you said you, you were a collegiate athlete. What, what's your athletic background?
1: So um, I just, I don't want to say I just, I you know, just mm-hmm. put myself on my school like that. I played Division three football in uh, Austin College, you know, back there in the dirty shirt. i go ruse all my former ruse out there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Awesome, man. Awesome. So, getting into the business, uh who did you model your style after? Was there anybody you looked at and you said, this guy has something I like. I want to be I want to be like that.
1: So like with my boy DL, how we're both kind of like big men, but we kind of like want to be different than like what traditional big men like do. Right. Um he likes to show off his athleticism and like, you know, roll around, jump around, kind of different stuff like that. But me, I like to be a big dude, but I like to wrestle. I'm a big, kind of, like, hands-on, like, grappling kind of guy. And so, like, I used to uh, watch just a lot of European-style, Japanese-style, um, 90s uh, WCW, like, cruiserweight stuff. St- stuff that kind of, like, I really shouldn't have been looking at at ain't nothing to do with my weight. <laughs> no, it's it's... It's,
0: it's It covers a lot because you're not just focused on like the American style. Yeah. You're focused yeah. on, it brings you like, if you want to go around the world, it'll translate. So, yeah. And like,
1: I just enjoy like how I view wrestling because growing up, you know, when you get kind of made fun of or watch, where was like, oh, you are still watching that fake stuff. And so like that kind of stuck with me. And so like I wanted my stuff to like, somebody ever showed this to somebody like here tell me wrestling's fake and, like they show like a Mac franchise clip like something like that right
0: right which is which is awesome because your profile picture is like <laughs> <laughs> it, it speaks volumes you know what I mean like if you yeah. get in the ring with Mac
1: franchise
0: you're gonna bleed so yeah. I, I like that I like that
1: and that was what's funny is like somebody asked me who like Oh, did you get that done for the picture? Like, what? Well, no, man, that was like my blood just going down my face. Like, come on, man. Like, just usually, like, anything that happens, just was like wrestling. The first thing is like, was that supposed to happen? Is like that? Was that? Did that really hurt? And I'm always just like, yeah, it hurt. And then like, I, we, we don't know. Stuff happens out there, man. You never man.
0: that whole that whole fate thing, man. It's like wrestling is the only is the only thing I know that gets that knock, like. It's fake. Don't watch that stuff. But man, like I watch whole people cry off someone dying on The Walking Dead, bro. It's no, like, yeah,
1: it's
0: real. <laughs> it's like or, like they're for us like,
1: about wrestling then go talk about like Big Brother or Jersey Shore or something. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Like why? Why does wrestling get that not? I like it. It's entertaining. You may think it's fake, but it's very, very real. The yeah. injuries are very, very real. Yeah, exactly. so, yeah these. It's like a beautiful violence to it. That, it is. What
1: like it
0: one is. of my favorite
1: things about it.
0: it. It really is. So, talk to me about Rampage. You, uh, you're you the big country champion, right? Yeah, so, what are these divisions and how, how how is that made up? And how are you the big country champion? Like, talk, walk me through this because the divisions in Rampage are not your normal divisions. Yeah
1: or not so we have instead of a tag team division we have a duos division to so where um instead of like a one fall match it's like you have to eliminate both partners to win the match so it's like straight up just two on two and so like interesting stuff happens with that like you can see one dude come back from uh his partner getting eliminated or different stuff like that and then we have a rising star championship which is you know for a rising star so it's like a young know, up and encumbered I'm going right. to rise and start champion myself. I've won it like three times, three times, three times, three times. <laughs> get that in there. I thought I, thought I wasn't going to say it, and it just came out. <laughs> hey, let it let it roll, man. Let it roll. <laughs> and then um, we got this, the big country championship. So around the Abilene area, there are 20 other counties, and they all flock to Abilene. You know, that's a hub in that right. area. So this championship represents that area. And so, like, whenever I fight and defend it there, it's kind of like, you know, I'm fighting kind of like, it's almost kind of like ritual combat. Like, when I'm fighting there, it's like I'm fighting for the championship, kind of. Right, and right. Like, whenever I'm traveling, it's like I'm fighting to still be able to, like, come back and, like, hold it. Okay.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. I, you know what? I thought it was, like, a weight class thing. And it was like... Oh, no.
1: We, well, <laughs> we, we definitely don't have a weight class. Like, we, we fight all <laughs> kinds of dude shapes and sizes and rampages. I've... I didn't fight with Giants. I haven't fought with people that I, I thought I was gonna throw around and then they gave me running for their money. No nice, <laughs> <my
0: money>. <laughs> right, right. Never don't underestimate anyone. But yeah, that's an interesting concept. I like it. I like it. So um as a performer, uh you've been doing this for a little bit. What's your favorite? What's your favorite wrestling moment as as a performer?
1: See, my favorite rest moment. See, like, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big, like, Shawn Michaels guy. And so, like, uh, Shawn Michaels and, uh, Kurt Angle, Wrestlemania 21, like, that's one of my, like, favorite, like, go-tos. Ooh. And, like, one of my favorite moments is literally the finish, because I forget every time if he taps out or not. Like, every time, like, I forget that, like, because, like, in, my, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, he's going to, like, roll out and, like, do something else. And, like, I forget and then when he taps, I'm like, ah. Oh. every time I watch that. Yep. 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 So, who's your dream opponent? Hmm. My dream opponent, man, it's like, I feel like right now, I would, like, as a, I love to hit people. That's my favorite way to do stuff. I like that. I'm gonna put, and perform because, like, I played a nose tackle, and so I'm used to getting hit, like, you know, every play, like, no plays, no plays off of the contact. Like, I, I didn't get a chance to run five yards and just run out of bounds and just jog back. <laughs> I was going to hit every play. So, like, I like contact, so I would love to go against somebody like Gunther or, like, Keith Lee. Like, somebody I know that's, like, I know they're going to make some sound when they hit me. Like, Mon- uh, Minoru Suzuki, he's, a, like, a big one on my list because, like, that would be like, a lot to me because, like, with me, like, I'm a, I'm a wrestling kind of historian guy, like, so, like, him and his Catch wrestling background and stuff like that. Like, I would really enjoy to just get to pick his brain and talk to him and maybe enjoy exchanging a couple of strikes, see if I can handle i probably lose a couple of teeth.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're a wrestling historian. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like, uh, oh, I love it, man. Like, when you go back and just dis- discover, like, that's why when I go back and try to tell people, like, why do you hate this so much? Like, this is so cool. It was like, do you know why, like, we had to start doing this? Because, like, would you want to go and watch a two hour match? <laughs> in a tent right right (laughs) (laughs) we we had to figure something out
0: (laughs) right that's awesome so how far how far how versed is your wrestling knowledge history wise is it something that you use to to further your skill or is it something like ah ha ha i know it type of thing
1: oh man i definitely tried to use it to like further my skill like um because with everyone kind of like trying to advance wrestling so much with the athleticism and the aerial moves and stuff like that, like I'm kind of like taking like a backwards approach. Like, all right, man, like let's see where we came from because I can't do that.
0: Right, right. <laughs> that ain't for right, me.
1: And right. then like uh, for me, with my mindset, like this is supposed to be like viewed as like a combat sport, like entertainment type deal. Like I just like that's just like how I like to go about it like i like to do something and like i'll bust out like a little jujitsu transition so like just anybody who watches nma just who may know something like hey like that's that's for real <laughs> right right so you're are you
0: like a uh you're a technical you're very technical aspect person right technical mm-hmm. wrestler um how deep does psychology play a role for you like is it uh, something does it does it like, your matches have to make sense. Are you trying to tell a story when you when you put these matches
1: together? Oh, oh man. I usually, for me, I'm pretty technical. Like, I'm usually breaking things down kind of like moment by moment, body part by body part because, like, uh, I kind of view a match kind of like how I used to view football games and, like, kind of like spots or different things can be viewed as, like, plays for me. Play. Yeah, play, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, for me, uh, sometimes, you know, there are some people out there who like to try to do everything from A to Z type deal, kind of like old Macho Man style, but well, I don't really like that. <laughs> like, that's a, again coming from like, I like to just go out there and just it, make it look like a fight, man. And sometimes, like, uh, you know, stuff don't happen right. Right. You know? Right. like it's No no
0: fight is going to be perfect. But. Yeah,
1: like sometimes I think about like um, if you're watching a wrestling match, somebody will throw a kick and if it doesn't land, they'll be like, botch. But if you go watch like a UFC fight the main event, you see them throw like a spinning windup kick and they miss and everyone goes like, whoa.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I like that. I like that. You just made that make a lot of sense to me. So, so yeah. Awesome. Um, if a fan wanted to, to get to know you, say, like, a fan's never watched you, wants to watch you for the first time, what match should they watch to get to know
1: Mac the franchise and why? Oh, well, To get to know me? Um, I have a match on YouTube. I was in Rampage Wrestling's first ever ladder match. And uh, they should definitely get to watch that because, like, you get to see how – you know, how I talked about like my technical wrestling aspect, but I get put in an environment where I'm not normally in charge, but I take advantage of it. And especially, you know, being a big Shawn Michaels guy. And this was like a week or so after um, Scott Holla passed away, too. Mm. So it was like a pretty crazy kind of like crescendo moment. And like I have a crippling fear of heights nobody really knew about. <laughs> I was just dealing with it. So you just went for it. Yeah, I just went for it and, like, uh, <laughs> I just laid everything out there, man. Like, I was just out there. I didn't know. I was just out there hurting, breathing hard, not knowing if it was good. And then I come back and, like, people tell me, like, it, it was a good match. And then, like, me and the, the dude I was with, we were fighting for the Rising Star Championship at the time. And uh, we won, we won match of the year last year for that match. But uh, Oh, nice. But if you nice. want to check, check that match out like that, you'll, you'll see Mac the franchise right there because you'll see me never giving up. And trying to hit somebody
0: <laughs> awesome man awesome so what does the rest of 2023 look like for mac franchise what are you looking to accomplish
1: i'm looking to travel get out there more um i have a big match coming up september 2nd here in lubbock we have the rampage classic that's one of the biggest shows we have of the year and i'm facing off against the rampage champion uh, champion versus champion, non-title match. And so that's, you know, biggest match of my career so far because he travels around, and so I beat him. That's a lot of tape. I <laughs> can, you know, start sending it out to other people like, hey, you know, you booked this guy. Check this match out. Like, it's cool, and I won, uh, you know, type stuff. So and, real quick. Yeah. You have this match.
0: You pin the champion. Mm-hmm. What happens? You get? Do you get a championship shot? Are we looking at a potential Mac the franchise holding two belts?
1: See, I've been trying to speak that into existence for years. Like, there's a <laughs> hashtag that goes around every couple, every couple months called uh, Two Strap Mac." Yeah, but um, we're gonna have to see because this match is really just about respect between me and Axel Savage, another person that DL Harley uh, brought up. Shout out to a, Axel Savage. Yeah, shout out my boy Axel Savage. Uh, I got you in a couple weeks. Well, actually, no, it's going to be next Saturday, but <sighs> he's a he's a special dude. He's a special dude, and, like, uh, me and him are going to have a pretty – it's going to be a special match, man. Like, we're pretty excited about what we're going to do.
0: So tell right. me, how, how do you get it done? How do you get the
1: job done? <laughs> I watch a lot of film, like, with my football approach, man. Like, whoever I'm wrestling, I go find whatever matches they got available, and I just go and, like, and I watch stuff. Because if you go and, like, have stuff available, like, you're not just like, so, hey, man, like, what do you do? Like, I walk up to them, and I'm like, hey, bro, I know you, and I walk away. (laughs) (laughs) You You know his
0: strengths. You know his weaknesses. You know what works best for him. And you know how to counter it. That's yeah. that's that's pretty much the 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 basis of film study. I know yeah. what you're gonna run, I know how to counter it, I know what defense I need to be in, I know where to move. So yeah. very smart stuff. Very, very smart stuff. Yeah, I, I probably keep
1: some people in the back kind of nervous because like they're probably wondering like, we haven't talked about anything. And I'm like, I don't, I kinda don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> You just wanna
0: let it happen.
1: Yeah. That's like, mm-hmm. that's really like a lot of the times. Like, I just need to know sometimes what needs to happen, or sometimes it's just like, I hate to sound too artistry, you know, like with the canvas, like, you know, the let ring's it, my canvas. Let like. it paint, let it paint yeah. itself. Mm-hmm.
0: I I am a fan of that. I am a fan of that. There's a there's a level of freedom that comes with that.
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely yeah. like that because I've definitely tried the remembrance stuff route. And, you may have seen this happen a couple times, where like something or somebody forgets something, then you see the deer freeze in headlights, the Deer in the headlights, yep, <laughs> and then yep. you see old um, Henry Headlock come out. <laughs> but I, I,
0: I like that. It, there and there, there's also the aspect of realism in there because you don't know what's going to happen. So I, I, I am a fan of that. I, Damn. I am a, I'm a definite fan of that. Have you? Who who do you have a mentor in the industry?
1: On oh, in the industry, see, I go to a lot of seminars when they're available. Like I've been trained by Doctor Tom Pritchard, Amaris oh, Girl, nice. uh, Brutal Bob Evans, uh, Sheldon Benjamin. Uh, no, what is it? It's like Mr. Starr. think it's, ooh, I feel bad for forgetting his name. Uh, Justin Taylor too. Uh, oh. But of course, my main. Main, my main mentor, um, Eric Grayson, the head trainer at um, for Rampage Wrestling, like he's a he plays a big part in like a lot of our training, physical and like mental stuff. Like we right. ask questions every once in a while, and it's pretty good. Like because you know it, this is a mental aspect of like what we need to do.
0: I I am a fan of all of your answers because you do sound like you're a very cerebral person, um, and I like cerebral wrestlers. I I love them. Like there's something about, and it's, it's a psychology thing for me. Like if you can make me believe that you are definitely going in there with the purpose to hurt someone, yeah. I'm a fan, I'm a fan. Yeah. And I don't know how you're going to hurt them. Oh I'm yeah, definitely a fan.
1: Oh, I come out there like a house of fire. Like um, I like, since I'm like a big sports guy, like I kind of wanted to feel like the third act of like a sports movie, like the main event, a boxing match of a show coming out like i like to have that feeling whenever i come out like it doesn't matter where i'm at on the card like when i come out you like oh yeah max max coming out like, <laughs> let's go
0: cool man so when's your when's your next event
1: um september 2nd labor, labor day september weekend
0: second. okay
1: ah uh, i'm gonna be busy and then after that i'll actually be facing a. Uh, TJ Slater, September 9th in Leveland, Texas, the week right after that. Nice. Okay.
0: So let the people know where they can find you, man.
1: See, um, I think I, I forgot what Twitter is. I haven't checked my Twitter in so long. It changed it to a different app. Also, what is on X? X. We got Mac the, Mac the Franchise 99. On Instagram, we got Mac the Franchise 99. Facebook, you can look up Mac the Franchise. And then if you Google Mac the Franchise, a lot of my stuff will come up. And if you ever get on Pro look up Mac the Franchise. Got a lot of black and yellow shirts ready for you guys to check them out. Fresh swag. I like it.
0: Pro Wrestling Tees, Mac the Franchise,
1: right? Yes, sir.
0: All right. I you got my support, brother. I'm uh, I'm definitely gonna cut me some merch well, yeah, off of there. It. And uh before we go have a game we play. All right. And it's called either or. It leads to one question. I have a streak going. I haven't done this in a while, but we'll bring it back. So, I'll ask you a question, either or. I'll say some names, either or, and you give me give me your answer. Yes sir. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Or Shawn
1: Michaels. Oh, see, I saw in DLs you put Shawn Michaels in Undertaker, and he said Undertaker, and I was like, "Oh no, nah, I gotta go Shawn." <laughs> well, you made this hard. Because <laughs> 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 I used to love watching um, Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko and uh, matches from like ECW and WCW. Ah, oh. ooh, why you gotta make me test my love of Shawn Michaels? <laughs> Like, I'm. I still got to go shot. I think Okay. Sean sure it is. You made that real hard. You made that, yeah. hard. that was the longest you ever made me not say shot. <laughs> All right.
0: Now I'm going to give you a good one. Okay. Undertaker.
1: All right. Or Sting. Oof. Let's see. I, I watched way too much wrestling. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about like, oh, Surfer thing, too, and like what, what he morphed into. And I watched like way too much wrestling. <laughs> uh, see, I got to, man, no, I got to go take her, man, with how, what, what he evolved into over the years, too. But like, okay. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I'm not I'm not I'm not mad either way.
1: Yeah, because uh that, that uh Hell in a Cell was him in uh, Triple H with Shawn Michaels as the uh special guest referee. Yep. Yeah, I bought that on my PlayStation 3 for like five bucks. That's not one match. <laughs> like 48 minutes and I was like worth every penny. Yes, you are
0: you are definitely right about that. All right, you're a technical, you're a technical guy, so I'm I i i am thinking you're going to appreciate this one. Okay. All right. All right, Zack Saber Junior. Mm-hmm. or Brian Danielson.
1: Oh man, see, you, know, you need to get off my YouTube. <laughs> 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 I oh, did man. my homework. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, this is tough because, like, I'm thinking about. Oh man, this is really tough. Yeah, that's a tough one. Cause I'm like, well, man, I gotta go. Currently, right now, I gotta go. My boy Brian Danielson, cause like with what with what he's done with his career so far and what he's still doing, I gotta go with him. Zach's yeah. still going, <laughs> but uh, with with Danielson and some of his like matches against like Kenta, Samoa Joe early in his uh Ring of Honor career, and then oh, yeah. of course. This WWE did like uh, that match against CM Punk at Over the Limit 2012. That's like an underrated gem. I really like enjoyed yeah. that match. Yeah, I think what he's
0: doing in AEW is like it's it's under it's low key probably one of the best runs of his career. Oh, without a doubt, it's a, it's amazing.
1: Like that was I like that
0: he got hurt. If he if he didn't get hurt, you know what the match was going to be at All In.
1: Oh uh, man, what, what's that? <laughs> him versus Zach Saber Junior. Really? Ah, oh, see, they were <laughs> fun to really. See, I'm, I was still sad that they got taken away um, at the first Forbidden Door. Oh yeah. man. See, and like, cause Zach, I, he's like the one person I probably keep up with. Like, I've been watching all of his TV title defenses, yeah. and I've been I kept up with him and Okada and G One, even <laughs> more. Like, and yeah, this is like the first summer like in a long time that like I've kept up with like the G one and I was like man this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot of the G the G one
0: is has been phenomenal this year it was yeah cool. like it
1: was cool like um a lot of my like uh, uh other than like Okada and uh, Zach Saber like Jeff Cobb and Eddie Kingston I was watching enjoying a lot of their stuff too so. yeah yeah
0: yeah it was it was some good stuff this year come out of the G one mm-hmm. very good stuff. All right, man, last one. This is the one.
1: Face or heel? See, this one for me is gonna be real cheesy, but I, I'm a I'm a big face guy. Cause okay. um, I tried to, they tried to have me be a heel, but like, I was just kinda like just being too good funny, but like mean to like, I guess everybody. Cause like, like whenever I'm like trying to be mean, I can't be like the just evil mean like I'm a big tough like heel. I'm I smile. I'm goofy. Like I, I try to be like uh, annoying, like a like a little brother. Like anno- yeah, like an annoying heel. And so like something like that's too funny for me to ever do stuff. And so like there's something about me and like kids, like uh, maybe it's like the black and yellow and the jerseys and the I come out and like bring in, like energy and I'm hype. So like I'm a big like face guy and that kind of goes with like me growing up. So I, I used to always kind of want to be like. You know, a superhero, like the, the protagonist, like the guy. So, like, I kind of, you kind of get that when you're kind of being like the babyface and like, you know, it's a good so, guy.
0: Yeah. So, we, I spoke, we spoke with, uh, we spoke with Ahmed Johnson last night. We had him on the show last night. And he said, he said something very interesting. He said that they, when, when he started his WWF career, they didn't tell him whether to be a face or a heel. They didn't <laughs> tell him this. So he was just being him.
1: <laughs> yeah. The
0: crowd the crowd loved him. Yeah. So when it came time to be a heel, he didn't do anything but change the color of his gear. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> that's, that's it. I, I was like that's magnificent, but mm-hmm. I get it. If you if you're if you if you want to be a face, hey by all means if you you can pull that off pull it off man and looking at looking at your career so far you're obviously you're holding gold that's worked for you so
1: oh man like it's crazy like um we have fans who travel between like all of our towns because like we travel between like lubbock abilene sweetwater post plainview uh gonna be in odessa soon like we travel around like we've been to fort worth once We'd like Wrestlemania weekend so like so we kind of it's kind of like the old school kind of like travel around you know wrestling kind of deal so and like we've had fans like travel from like Abilene to Lubbock or Lubbock to like Abilene to come like watch different shows and like it's kind of cool to kind of like have fans like be invested and to yeah. like want, come yeah. watch our stuff
0: yeah definitely man definitely so anybody you want to give a shout out to while why why, why we got you up
1: here Oh man, of course, I want to give a shout out to my boy DL Hartley, my boy Axel Savage, uh, like a lot of DFW guys, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Nate Collins, boy Max. Oh, Horsepower. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my boy. And Eddie, and of course, Eddie Martinez. Uh I think I oh, like there's, there's a lot of people up there though. I'm I'm wanting to know my boy Jack Lovecraft, love boy Jack. Well, um, just and TJ Slater. Nice, gotta, man. Oh, man, it's gonna be fun. Nice. You know, Seven foot tall bow. Well, mirror. Well man, that's that's a mountain I'm trying to climb someday. Hate hey, yeah. to <laughs> make that sound weird. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for, for coming on, gracing us with your presence. Um Stick around for a second. We 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 do have some uh some stuff I want to talk to you about offline. But man, while we had you on here and on the show, man, it's it's been amazing, man. So cool. I, we definitely appreciate your time.
1: No, man, I appreciate you having me on, man. Like it's always a always a pleasure to get on here and get to tell my crazy little little story. Cause like <laughs> uh, like how you talk about everyone's story is different and insane and unique. And so like every chance I get to tell mine, you know, it's always good to. It's always special. So I appreciate you
0: having me here. Oh, No problem, man. Anytime, anytime. So for everybody that tuned in, thank you. For everybody else that are tuning in on the, on the audio side, thank you for tuning in as well. Until next time, thank you guys for tuning in to No Gimmicks. Enjoy the wrestling and peace.